another episode of A Ghost in the Magazine. I'm Steph. And I'm Elle. I'm Molly. And I'm Al. And this week's movie is Final Destination. Okay, I want to start this episode with a story. It's not a ghost story. It's just a fun fact about me. And I've said this before, but I don't think I've said it on the podcast. I was flirting when I was 18. I was just a little baby and I worked at Universal. I worked in Jurassic Park as a Jurassic Park ranger with the outfit and everything. So sometimes when people call out from other attractions, you get to rescue. So one time I got to rescue as special events. So I looked like a little camp counselor with the special events polo and like khaki shorts. And I got to stand at a door on the Universal lot guarding the entryway all day going, stop, you can't go through here. Stop, you can't go through here while they filmed one of the Final Destination movies. Yeah, that's like the most exciting thing that's happened to me. And (laughs) (laughs) and the year was 2009 and they were using one of the Orlando Lynx buses, but they like put tape over it so that they can make it look like whatever Mm -hmm. actual city bus they were filming for. Anyways, that was more fun than watching this movie. I didn't <laughs> mad at it. Initial thoughts? It's very of its time, but I had a blast. It's not good, but I had a blast. Very Too cheesy. There was a bit where it just zoomed in on the word terminal. Yes. Stars. Doom. I just didn't remember the depictions of death being so prolonged and in your face, I guess. As somebody who has claustrophobia, like the plane thing for me was... I was wondering about that because Elle's never been on a plane, you guys. No, I have not because I'm I'm claustrophobic. Like being stuck in that cabin and seeing something come at you like that. Just fucking put me out at the beginning. I don't want to see it come at me. I don't want to know I can't get out. I don't want to feel like I'm trapped. That's terrifying. It definitely does say something about the movie and the time that it was made because the most unrealistic thing about this film is how quickly 200 some odd passengers boarded, got seated, and that plane took off. (laughs) That is not how that works. That is not yeah. how that works at all. <laughs> this was 99, wasn't it? It was 2000. Was it? Okay, so this was pre-9-11. Yeah. But even still. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah I've been on an American plane once, and I think it took us, I think about half an hour to get us all boarded and everything. Yeah. It's definitely a process. It's even more so now. I'm just thinking about the last one I took was leaving out going from freaking Portland to JFK in New York. Nightmarishly long. And nowadays they change the terminals constantly before you can even get on the plane. It's awful. So like just basic. This unspecial teenage boy has a vision. When they're going on a class trip to France, he has a vision of the plane exploding and he loses his shit and some people get kicked off the plane and then surprise, it does explode. I think that the scariest part, or I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's scary, but like when death decides that you're gonna die, it's like the Reapers in Supernatural, you're gonna die. Mm -hmm. If it's not by the original way, death is going to get highly fucking creative 
creative, apparently, to take you out because now you're special. Oh, you evaded me? I have plans for you because these deaths were crazy. Death really said, you're on my shit list now, actually. Yeah. Who, who do you think you are, bitch? Yeah, you acne-covered teenage boy with oh, no friends. <laughs> the main boy has terrible skin and it's not in a way that I'm judging him but why did they do so many close-ups of his bad skin it's just an observation like the poor boy watching that back I'd be like oh damn the makeup lady really didn't fuck with me at all not at all, not at all. I'm just a 30-year-old teenage boy with really you know bad how they do. You know how old the teenagers are in Hollywood. <laughs> Didn't we? Allie Larder's in this movie, and she plays the weird, misunderstood artist girl. Clear. clear. <laughs> Fucking clear. <laughs> oh, even better, clear waters. I can think her last name was Waters, yeah. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. You guys, yeah. it's so unique. Okay, it fits her. It's super unique. You wouldn't understand. Clear walked so Bella Swan could run. That's oh. all I'm saying. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Oh, that is hurt. You guys, I'm still tender from recording last year. Please, don't hurt me. <laughs> My favorite thing about this cast was the guy who was like, fucking mad about everything a guy had a vision let me start a fist fight i'm gonna keep doing a fist fight i'm gonna do a fist fight again this guy had serious anger and control issues i immediately was like is this man a virgo strictly for my own people i'm a lady virgo okay i'm just like he has a serious issue with control i it can be very traumatic like the survivor's guilt of that situation they're just teenagers i'd be freaked the fuck out but better believe alex would be my best friend all right well yeah, i'm not leaving your side buddy like just on the off chance that he caused it somehow right 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 right, right. like the fbi thought and you know what exactly. i mean just that is one of my best friends this angry boy he literally was mad from start to finish and then abruptly at the end they're best fucking friends i didn't get it when did you stop being yeah. at what point yeah he was ready to end him so much so that his girlfriend dumped him right before she got hit by a giant bus it was jarring that was a brief death and i appreciated yeah. that where all the other ones were so drawn out i was like god damn ridiculous i <laughs> guess al's man wasn't drawn out he just got <laughs> poor billy he did nothing wrong he was so sweet and he was such a himbo and i loved him so much <laughs> he was so dumb justice for billy it'd be like that sometimes it was just highly sus because i it left me wondering the entire time what's this kid's fucking deal why did he get a vision in the first place and also why did he not get all the visions he only got like one other one after that why yeah i haven't seen all the final destinations but has it ever actually explained why some people like see that they're about to die i think so it's uh, the only other one i've seen is the one that has the tanning bed is that the oh second one because i think that's the that third one? one i've seen too many then because i've definitely seen the second one because i, I told the log the, truck <laughs> still to still to this day to this day first the urban legend thing i always look in my back seat and second if i see a bitch with wood on their truck or anything really on a truck i'm not driving yes. i'm not doing it i have a friend who keeps freaking out about the fact i won't lose her eye surgery because i can't remember which one it is but someone's getting lose their eye surgery and that's like how they die it's 2023 and you haven't pissed death off so i think you're fine yeah. <laughs> i don't know if i haven't pissed death off you would no. know here's, i haven't here's had any visions 
but is anyone around you here's my question like even if they tell us i I really want to know the mechanism because what's the point of saving them if death's just going to come after them with a vengeance what you you bought yourself a little bit more time that's the main question and watching this movie as an adult in her 30s the entire time i'm like "Mm, i don't really want to live this way just fucking take me i'm not gonna spend the rest of my life out running death especially when they can get you in any way it's similar to like the spirit in it follows is yes you can outrun it because that motherfucker moves slow as hell and you can like there are people like proved theories of you would basically just have to like every 16 hours fly from one end of the country to the other because it would just walk and follow you but then you're living your life with something slow moving behind you and this death is the same way in the final destination movies of like yeah you could try to outsmart it how long do you want weird water to follow you around your house (laughs) i want to be free leave me alone i don't even like the fact that i have an alarm that goes off every day at 4 p.m to tell me to take my adhd medication okay that's enough vitamin alarm allergy pill alarm here and then sometimes you still don't take it so nope. like this is the life it's always gonna be you going like ah, that'll be fine and then like four hours later you're like oh crap i completely forgot and then you get killed so yeah. forget about it i don't want to do that i would say i either want to go billy's way or i want to go get hit by the bus i don't want the plane one and i don't want what happened to the friend holy shit yeah, no thank you yeah. no fucking thank you or the teacher but the, the teacher kind of had it coming i'm sorry you tell a kid that he scares you then don't be a teacher if you can't deal with weird kids all he did was save everybody's life yes. Yes. she is the one that like freaked out when she saw the school logo on the mug though so she's not all there the way that she screamed and just like yeeted that (laughs) out of the mug she's just like nope you need to go you need to go get a prescription for xanax some of these performances were like a lot i was like uh really dramatic the whole everything gets real weird and convoluted at the end or like towards the end that scene where this guy is in the cabin and he's like oh i'm gonna just stay like this forever death can't get me but then death definitely tries and then all of a sudden he's like but it's not my turn how is he trying to kill you then if it's not your turn what are you talking about why would he even care about turns death is not a finite singular character like that can only be one place at one time death is a multifaceted abstract why the fuck couldn't it kill them all in different places at the same time scattershot these bitches my work smart not hard my favorite theory is that tony todd is death like tony todd's character is death and he's just screwing with everybody because he thinks it's fun and with the watching his performance in this i'm like yeah i could totally see that because he is acting super like cocky and weird and doing the whole like boogeyman type of thing that's that's yeah i don't know if it's confirmed that's like my favorite theory i've heard about it because he's such a recurring character he's only Mm. in there he knows everything that's going on no embalmer in their right mind would be walking into a room like that without ppe so he just like appears it doesn't care that these kids have broken in he's just like i'm gonna tell you everything and i know your name is alex and like and he's dressed like an fbi agent mm -hmm. That's like uh, looking fine as hell. Yeah, candy. Oh, yeah, but I was so excited when I saw him. I was like, what's Candyman candy doing here? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I love Tony Dodd so much. I did first go, oh, this is an FBI agent that's caught them. Mm-hmm. I fully yeah. thought that. But no, mortician. Can we talk about the fact that one of them's name was Shrek? <laughs> What? It was Agent Shrek. <laughs> I didn't even know what it was. <laughs> and I looked amazing. at the subtitles and it was S-C-H-R-E-C-K. Shrek. And I'm like, 
please tell me that's not a real name. Isn't that, there's like a Batman villain called that too, I think. <laughs> Probably. Max Shrek, yes, from Batman Returns. The one with uh, yes. my boy, Daddy DeVito. Daddy, Daddy, yes. Daddy, Daddy DeVito. They're putting that on the big screen out here, like in two weeks. And then it gets real like emotional. Clear's like, we've never said a word to each other, which is just so it's weird and she's like but when you when you had that vision i didn't see it but i felt it i'm like are you sure why though she's an empath oh god her name is clear waters and she is an empath Oh god. <laughs> and then she makes these sculptures and she's like you see this sculpture this is how you make me feel alex <laughs> Sorry, I'm cringing. Yeah, it was bad. It was real bad. And I'm a hyper-romantic woo-woo bitch. And I was like, yikes. Yes. Yeah. They knew each other for all of like two weeks. And she's already calling him baby when he like dies and gets electrocuted. And like, Also, I'm not catching a live wire for no bitch. No. Unless like, no, I'm not doing I'm not talking about, oh, that's my person. They weren't dating. I'm not catching a live wire for a bitch. I'm not doing it for a random. I'm for not living in a love. world where I can't be a menace. For my cats, so. maybe. For my for cats or cat. for anybody that I'm being a menace towards. I'm not made to be bored. I wouldn't do it unless there was a guarantee that I could haunt them afterwards. Yes. <laughs> I want the scenario where there's not a live wire. I just, I like the this movie's ability, because I know I saw it at some point before today, to, like, make people scared of just anything. Like, anything at all. It's weird, because, like, the logic doesn't make sense, but it's also, like, they're 17 and they're stupid. So it, it kind of, like, worked for it, mm -hmm. in but a way. Much, like, he had too much freedom to be running around and, like, acting yeah. himself, okay? And then that dude had way too many anger problems to be driving them around in his car. Car. right yeah. take his car from him he's not stable you've seen this guy try to start a fight over everything why would you trust him to drive you anywhere yeah exactly like they all got in the car with him after he had done absolutely nothing to prove that he was totally fine to get in the car because he still didn't even believe him at that point like if they had had a conversation about it it would have made sense but he just like nope we're just gonna get in the car and the next thing you know they're all buddies hanging out in freaking paris and oh that's and not believable i'm that's the thing i'm the most mad about no especially that soon after yeah already going through the situation you just and get like, on a plane no and it's the same place a bus like right in front of him he needs some downtime to like i don't know grieve and go to therapy therapy this is 2000 men didn't know what therapy was <laughs> not that they do now but it was even no. less so back then <laughs> the only thing i can think of about the ending is that like maybe they did test audiences and people were like oh we want more of this and they're thinking like oh we could bring these characters back so we have to bring back crispy fried chicken and then we have to kill off Carter to make the death still be a thing there and add anticipation for the second one because I'm pretty sure Claire dies in the second movie. That's the only thing that makes cool. sense because honestly, why would death take a break for six months? Exactly. Like nothing happened. He had PTO scheduled and he couldn't miss it. <laughs> he had to go Candyman in another universe. <laughs> this was yeah. a lot of people that I recognize from other movies. There's a guy in here. He's one of the kids that dies. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 
doing, but I don't know if any of you ever watched the TV show Roswell. Oh man, that show had a chokehold on me in my teenage years. It's disgusting. Like I still get roasted about it, but he plays a character named Michael. We're going back to the dead kids. If I fucking died and somebody put a shitty ass eagle statue up, I would be pissed. <laughs> I'm just going to say, they have an eagle, which is something that flies successfully. What a roast. A posthumous roast. You bitches are getting haunted. Fuck y'all. I'm going to be like a supernatural cat. I'm just going to push your favorite mug off your coffee table. <laughs> That's the best kind. That's the best kind of haunting shit. It was a movie. Yeah. I had a lot of fun watching I... it. I laughed so hard. <laughs> I just yelled what a lot. It was good to read it, but like now that we've covered it, I'm just gonna put this back. I'm not gonna watch any of the other ones. Oh, I am absolutely gonna watch the rest of them now. <laughs> I'm absolutely gonna watch them. I paid for Max. I'm gonna watch the rest of them. <laughs> That's a good point. Them all pop up on the suggestions, and I was like, "Oh, those are there." How many chubs would you give this? Two, yeah, two, four. I enjoyed the clonery. That's fair. See, I was like kind of going between two and three like that's where it kind of just lands at average for me it's not a bad one i didn't have a bad time it was just not my favorite yeah same my expectations may have been too high because again i started with the third one which had really intense kills and it's like you're this is the the thing that spawned a franchise this is the thing that was and so i'm like i was expecting more and it felt very much like a late 90s like teen slasher film it didn't have a much depth as a movie that has depth as the hunting thing that's going through and causing these issues and I was like I'm laughing more than I'm paying attention to what's going on (laughs) and I was expecting so much more but I had fun I forgot it was out of five not ten so I went with answer two slash three yeah give Billy half of a chud he needs it yeah he doesn't have a head he was robbed I don't want nothing wrong I just don't want to see anything coming towards me I would rather be just instantly incinerated in the plane don't let me but did he see it i it seemed like he was turned away when it hit him that's fine i'm not interested no what if my head hits somebody i don't care i'm dead then i don't fucking know i just want to be burned alive instantly well yeah if it was instant but the problem that i had with that plane scene is that shit wasn't instant they could see the fucking plane break up and then they saw that fireball coming out and fuck that no way only if i didn't see it yeah exactly just let me black out like the bus exactly perfect if anything todd's death in the shower is a nice reminder to take your adhd medication because that boy was all over the place he would not have had that many issues had he not tried to shave and tweeze and listen to music and do everything that he was doing all at the same time i was like homeboy you need to chill <laughs> like you're making me anxious i think it was the most brutal of the deaths but it was also yeah. like you're being stupid like calm down and notice the water that's following you but also like the water receded after he was dead why why cover up your track of death Leave it <laughs> why, why appear as a haunted puddle of water to begin with that right or wind it's very the happening death acts very much like the happening and we all know how much i like hate the happening and mark Wahlberg. <laughs> The moment I cut myself while shaving, that's the only thing I do. I go straight to bed. Today's been a day. Fuck this. I have to take a nap half the time after I take a shower, I'm sure. Because, like, the hot water makes me tired. Yep. I'm such a baby. Death try and get me when all I do is sleep. It would not be hard. 
for death to find me with how much I sleep. <laughs> yeah, you can find our podcast on the interwebs at ghostinthemagazine.site or on Twitter at GITM Podcast. You can find me on Twitter at WitchXPudding. You can find me at Nocturnical. You can find me at nighttime underscore T. And you can find me at maybe Mockingbird. Okay, bye.